1: Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Fight. Keep fighting. God wins. We love real
2: So we've been talking about defunding the police. they policing and schools and all the rest that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that
0: money around.
2: Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police.
0: Mayor Eric Garcetti saying take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done.
2: Not only do we need to disinvest for in police... But we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts,
3: defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding
1: from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services.
2: They are talking about reducing uh, the allocation of resources to that department, and I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. movement. I'm for responsible reallocation of resources and
0: defund the police.
1: I think you do all those other things. You don't need all. So we've been talking. There it is. You guys with now, now when everybody tells you how, uh, Joe Biden was giving, uh, you know, this wonderful, beautiful state of confusion where the Democrats jumped out of their seats, jumped up for joy. When the resident Joe Biden said that we are for funding the police your not fight is defunding. Our fight. Excuse me. Not defunding the police. And now you have the left everywhere, whether it's at your workplace, whether it's on TV, whether it's on these clown talk shows, saying we need to secure our border and we need to fund the police. And the left is like, yes, that's the thing that makes the most sense. These Republicans want to defund the police. They've completely. This is what they do. They just. They just hijack everything that we've ever said when they told us that we were racist for saying it, and then they just copy, carbon copy it and spew and regurgitate everything we've said. They just do the same thing over and over again. They rinse and repeat. And they say, oh, it was our idea the entire time. Don't let anybody tell you that the left is for funding the police. And every time they do, just share this video. Share this portion of this video. I mean, if there was ever a liar... Every single one in that video was just was doing just that, just lying, just straight lying, just like Joe Biden lied literally every time he opened up his puppet mouth while giving the state of confusion, talked about capping insulin prices, same exact rhetoric that Donald Trump said, said securing the border, said funding the police, talked about military strength, huh? Isn't it amazing? You guys, the same exact stuff. That President Donald Trump said, and here's the other thing. Here's the other hypocritical uh, issue that we have here with the state of confusion. You've got Nancy Pelosi out there telling Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert to shut up. Meanwhile, every single thing that Joe Biden said that mirrored Donald Trump's state of his last state of the union, Nancy Pelosi ripped up the speech. So which is it? We're going to keep hammering this stuff home. We're going to continue to keep hammering the lies and the confusion of our political parties in this country. And it's not just the Democrats. Oh, no, we wouldn't be fair and balanced if we didn't go after the uniparty rhino Republicans either. I've been hitting home this whole Ukraine-Russia thing ever since it started, and I've been giving you a narrative that does not go along with the narrative of anybody, any other station or any other talk show host. And I've been getting hate, uh, death threats for it, hate email for it, whatever. Whatever. We're going to keep doing it because this plan to, to, to go to war with Russia was in the makings long before Donald Trump and everybody was involved in it, including Lindsey Graham, John McCain, Mom Jeans Mitt, Mitt, uh, Mom Jean's Mitt Romney, Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden, the resident of the United States of America, and so many other people were involved in this, this, these, these building blocks of going to war with Russia. Donald Trump came in and destroyed their plans. Including you, Lindsey Graham. I'm about to show you a video from 2016. From Lindsey Graham. And from John McCain. But before I do, I want to read you something here, folks. Before I do, I want to read you something. Remember, there's a timeline here. 2014 and 2016. There's a timeline here. And in 2014, a certain... certain, group of American politicians worked diligently in helping cause a military coup in the country of Ukraine so that they could install a more American friendly government, which is where this all really stems back to Let's watch this video real quick of John McCain and Lindsey Graham talking about how they want to go back to war. 2017 will be the year of offense.
0: All of us will go back to Washington, and we will push the case against Russia. Enough of a Russian aggression. It is time for them to pay a heavier
1: price.
4: I believe you will win. I am convinced you will win and we will do everything we can to provide you with what you need to win.
1: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, birds of a feather flock to the Uniparty. This is what they do, and now you know why N- L- Lindsey Graham did what he did. Now you know why Lindsey Graham said what he said on Fox News last night and why he's taking so much heat for it today. It's because he and so many others have so much interest in going to war with Russia. For whatever reason, I'm sure you can draw your own conclusions by research and, and, and uh, people that you believe following their shows but they've been wanting this war with Russia for quite some time. Don't let anybody get over on you. Don't let anybody tell you that the Democrats wanted to fund the police or secure the border. Don't let anybody tell you that these rhino Republicans and this crooked American government isn't involved right along with this entire conflict over with Russia and Ukraine. Don't believe any of it. And now you'll have ammo to go and, 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 and at least have a discussion with these people so that you can give them another side of the story, amen? Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you for watching. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. I am your ever so humble host, Jeremy Harrell, folks. So let's get right right to some shout-outs, folks, Uh, because uh, here on this March... Fourth, year of our lord 2022 we're making big dents we're making big waves and we're actually moving forward and that's what we have been inching toward ever since november 3rd of 2020 inching towards justice inching towards getting our country back inching towards exposing all of these people who lie to us every single day let's do some shout outs Kristen donovan is watching on rumble god bless you good to see you donnie c how you doing good to see you my friend erickson how you doing thank you for joining in heather Thank you for watching here on Rumble tonight. Larry Reha, he says, can't have a discussion with a brick. Well, you might might be right about that. You might be right about that. Kayla 26, good to see you. Carol from Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining in tonight. We've got Race Mom joining in. Let's go over to Getter real quick. We got the Getter family coming in hot as always. We've got Suzanne watching, Brian Tharp is watching on the Getter page. Thank you for watching, you guys. Amanda Collins, as always, is watching. If You guys could do me a favor. We're always looking for a 1,000 shares. So let's get it out there. Let's get it out to everybody. And while we're doing that, let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, because that is where we find our salvation. That's where we find our truth. And that's where we find our path forward for tomorrow and the next day and the next day all the way through the midterms and beyond. March 4th, year of our Lord, 2022. To break the deeply ingrained habit of focusing on tomorrow's troubles, you will need need to monitor your thinking relentlessly. Most of the time, you will discover that you've been worrying about some future event. Offer that concern up to me, then rejoice in me, your Savior and your Sovereign Lord. I enable you to go on the heights, transcending Your trouble, coming from Habakkuk 3.19, from Matthew 6.34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And from 2 Corinthians 10.5, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And before you turn out the light this evening, never forget, each day of your life is a precious gift from me. So don't spend it being lied to by people who want you to send you on some kind of a journey of lies, death, and destruction. Please remove your cap if you are wearing one, and let's all go to the Lord. Whoa, my, my, uh, looks like I was wearing some kind of a toupee there. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven... Amen. I want to thank you, folks, for being here with me this week. By the way, it has been another week of ups and downs. It's been a weeks of fighting. It's been a weeks of winning and losing. It's been a weeks of cry. It's been a week of cry and laughs. But you know what? Every single week we get through it together, and every every single week we get to Friday and we say, you know what? It's time to relax for the weekend, spend time with family, and get back to what really matters, so we can rest for the next week because it's a long fight ahead of us and we need all the energy we can get we'll be right back with more live from america right after this please stay tuned all right ladies and gentlemen first of all i want to apologize to everybody because we were a little late We were a little late getting started today for a lot of reasons. We had some technical difficulties here. I think we've worked them out. Um, We are live again, folks, on Roku and Firestick. If anything happens on Rumble, if anything happens on Getter, if anything happens anywhere, just remember, number one, we're always recording. Okay? Always recording. No matter what, if you miss a show, you'll be able to catch it later on that evening on uh, on RAV, Real America's Voice News. Uh, But we're always recording, and the reason why we spent so much money to do what we do over the last two years, or especially the last year, I should say, um, is because we wanted to make sure we were live in multiple places. So if something went down, something else would be there. So just keep that in mind. Uh, When something does happen, there's always an alternative place to go. Um, Thank you for your email. You're very welcome. I told you we were trying to keep up on emails. Jeremy why didn't you call I'm sorry Lisa we had a lot of a lot of stuff happen today I will give you a call don't worry we had a lot of things happen today and I was literally I was trying to get the show ready to go at five o'clock I mean that's kind of a, a, a day we had um thank you very much Jerry thank you uh Tom from Wisconsin good to see you my friend On this beautiful Friday. You know what I think we need to do, folks? I think sometimes we need to take a minute, and I think we just need to like slow it down and go, wait a minute, it's Friday. It's Friday. And we again, like I just said, we made it through another week together, folks. That's not just, hey, it's Friday, let's let's we'll start again on Monday. Like we accomplished a lot this week. You know, all you have to do, sometimes what I'll do is I'll go back on Rumble and I'll just scroll back and I'll look at the title of each show. And I'll look at the, um, the description of what the show is going to be about. And I'll say, man, I f- completely forgot that we did that. You know, hence why we put out these little one to three minute short clip videos. So we don't forget throughout the week what we've accomplished. And we've really accomplished a lot this week. You know what I mean? So I encourage you to go back. Please share your videos separately. I do that. I share these shorts every day separately from the show um, on all my social media platforms. Uh, Why did Stu Stu Peters say don't drink the water? Not sure what you're talking about. Uh, Becky Weert sent you an email with truck convoy video. I actually got a truck convoy video that I'm going to play tonight, but I'm not sure it's the one from you because I had a few of them. So we'll be playing one tonight, but just let you know, we are getting on our emails and making sure that we get back to people. Jeremy, you need to share your first videos, please. Not sure what you mean by that? If you're talking about my first videos ever made, they're on Facebook and we can't get those back. I don't have those. No, I just don't have them. All right, let's get to the first and foremost section because we got a lot to go through and we got Ben joining us from the front of the convoy tonight. So can't wait for that. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. We're ready for the first and foremost section, so put your cups up. And let's have our first slurp of the evening. Again, we got Ben Berkwam joining us from the People's Freedom Convoy tonight. And I can't wait to see how that goes. But right now, let's go back in time. Let's get in a time machine here on this Friday evening. And let's take you back to 2014. Obama was working diligently to weaken, weaken the power and the might of the United States of America and helped build the foundation for the U.N. globalist takeover and world dominance. At the same very time, uh, Joe Biden and other officials were helping stage a military coup to replace the then-Ukrainian government with a more uh, American-friendly government, all while funneling billions of dollars through gas companies like actual crime bosses. People from both parties were involved. Now, a leaked tape has come out showing State Department's Victoria Nuland at the time saying, I won't say the word, but basically giving the bird and saying F the EU, which is the European Union, while plotting a coup in Ukraine using Joe Biden's help to do it. Again, folks, Donald Trump messed up their plan in 2016, but their plan was everything that you're seeing unfold right now. This was their plan in 2014. In 2016, they still didn't think Donald Trump was going to win. Even the Republican Party, Lindsey Graham, John McCain, and so many others did not think that President Trump was going to win. This was a very, very calculated strategic effort on their part to go to war with Russia. But then, when Donald Trump came in, they said okay well he 's in there 's nothing we can do about it now let 's tie donald trump 's name i 've just seen a, uh, just seen something here so many people asking for help from jeremy yeah we 're trying to help everybody i 'm sorry i just i just got, I just got sidetracked with that. There was an attempt to uh, die, tie donald trump 's name." to Russia, to Putin, that that way they could continue to run a smear campaign, a wrap-up smear campaign for four years, they could continue to demonize Russia and Putin, and put Donald Trump's name next to it, so that they could, I don't know, guilty by association, I guess, but what I want to show you right now is a video from that time, we're going to take a travel back to 2014, talking about State Department's, uh, the State Department's involvement in the coup of the Ukrainian uh, government in 2014 and talking about Joe Biden's involvement and all of the other politicians here in the United States of America. Check this out.
2: Please tell us. And we're silent. I want to go to the famous uh, leak tape right now. The top State Department official has apologized to her European counterparts after she was caught cursing the European Union, the EU, in a leaked audio recording that was posted to YouTube. The recording captured an intercepted phone conversation between the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Payat, and Victoria Nuland, the top U.S. diplomat for Europe. Nuland expresses frustration over Europe's response to the political crisis in Ukraine using frank terms. So, that would be great, I think, to help glue this thing and have the U.N. help glue it and, you know, f- the E.U. While Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Nuland's comment about the E.U. dominated the news headlines uh, because she used a curse, there were several other very interesting parts of her conversation with the U- U.S. Uh, ambassador to Ukraine.
4: Let me work on Klitschko, and if you can just keep, I, I think we want to try to get somebody with an international personality to um, come out here and help to midwife this thing. And then the other, the other issue is some kind of outreach to Yanukovych, but we we'll probably regroup on that tomorrow as we see how things start to fall into place.
2: So, on that piece, Jeff, uh,
0: when I wrote the note, uh, Sullivan's come back to me, uh, VFR, saying you need Biden. And I said, probably tomorrow for an attaboy
1: and to get the deeds to stick, so Biden's willing.
2: That's the U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Piat, speaking with Victoria Nuland. The significance of what she is saying—she also had gone to Ukraine and was feeding protesters on the front line. Cookies.
4: Cookies. Well, here we get—here again. The American political media establishment, including the right and the left and the center, because they're all complicit in this nonsense, focused on the two sensational, they thought, aspect of that leaked conversation. She said, F, the European Union. And everybody said, oh my god, she said the word. The other thing was, who leaked it? Oh, it was the Russians. Those dirty Russians leaked this conversation. But the significance is what you just played. What are they doing? The highest ranking State Department official, who presumably represents the Obama administration, and the American ambassador in Kiev are, to put it in blunt terms, plotting a coup d'etat against the elected president of Ukraine. Now, that said, Amy, Juan, you may say to me, neither of you would, but hypothetically, that's a good thing. We don't like this. We don't care if he was elected democratically. He's a rat. He's corrupt. And he is all those things. He is. Let's depose him. That's what the United States should do. Then the United States should stand up and say, that's what we do. We get rid of bad guys, we assassinate them, and we overthrow them. But in Washington and Brussels, they lie. They're talking about democracy now. They're not talking about democracy now. They're talking about a coup now. Well, this is more from... And we, excuse me, and we should. We American citizens should be allowed to choose which policy we want. But they conceal it from us. And I'm extremely angry that the people in this country who say they deplore this sort of thing, have fallen silent. Let's listen to a little bit more of the leaked conversation between the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pi. So
1: we're going to leave it right there. But the longer you watch that, the more you start, the more you remember what really went on. Look you know, how soon we forget with the 24-hour news media. You know what I mean? The 24-hour, you know, uh, uh, 24-hour, you know, one-day news uh, session, and then all of a sudden cycle, and then all of a sudden you're into a new cycle. How soon we forget this was all a plan the entire time, which is why they tied Donald Trump's name for so long to Russia, 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 Russia. There's a Russian involvement in our elections. There's a coup. They're talking, President Trump and President Putin have some kind of secret line where they're talking to each other. All of that was a lie, and we proved it was a lie with the Mueller report. We proved there was nothing going on between Donald Trump and Russia, but the only reason that that all came about And the only reason you're seeing everything that you're seeing today was because Donald J. Trump, arguably the best president that we have ever had in the United States of America because he went in there to disrupt that house of cards. What he did was just basically foiled all of their plans and this was all in place to begin with. This is what they wanted. They wanted war with Russia. For what? I don't know. For world dominance, for world control, to take out the next uh, the, the the largest nuclear uh, the, the the largest nuclear um, uh, s- superpower on the planet, I don't know, but I do know that the left and the right have been working together to cause this war for a very very long time. So you might want to again be careful of who you say. I stand with. All the while, you're paying $4 a gallon. I'm paying $5 a gallon. Well, $4 where we are, but it'll soon be 5 It sounds like to me they're trying to do two things. It sounds like to me they're trying to literally make a complete switch, a 180 on the way that the, the, uh, the, the world population consumes energy, and it looks like they're trying to literally take us from one source of energy to another, and this is the precipice to get uh, 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 for us getting there. And also... And also, it sounds like one, a, a, a calculated effort to push us towards one global economy, one reserve dollar, and it won't be the American dollar. It'll be the United Nations dollar or something ridiculous like that. Because shutting down that Keystone pipeline, all they have to do, if they opened up that Keystone pipeline right now, I don't care about the stupid 60 million barrels that he's going to bring out of reserve. Who cares? What's that going st- to be like, a few days? That isn't going to lower the gas prices. You heard Pete Buttigieg last night say, we're not looking for long-term solutions to to, uh, temporary problems. If they opened up that pipeline today, we would would get 830,000 barrels a day here for the United States of America. That is currently more than we import daily from Russia, which is 670,000 barrels a day. Think about that. We get 670,000 barrels a day from Russia. Meanwhile, we're sanctioning them and and, and labeling them as warmongers. And we could be getting 830,000 barrels a day, almost 200,000 more if we would just open back up the Keystone Pipeline. But why would we want to do that? Why would we want to make sense? Why would we want to have logic? Why would we want to use common sense when we're trying to tear down the country that we live in from the inside out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we return, we will have the great Ben Berquam coming to us from the People's Freedom Convoy. Thank you for staying with me. We'll be right back. Isn't it fun to put the pieces together, you guys? Can you guys please do me a favor, by the way? Share the video. I know we get, you get sick of hearing that. But you guys really are the force multipliers, and it really helps when you guys do that. Um, We'll all be paying over $5 a gallon. I know a lot of people are paying over $5 uh, $5 a gallon right now. But like I said, if we would just restart the Keystone Pipeline, we'd be getting nearly 200,000 barrels. 200,000 barrels, ladies and gentlemen, that we didn't have to buy from Russia. That we did not have to buy from Russia. I want to make sure real quick that we got Ben on the line. How much, so how much, I mean, you do the math. You do the math on 670,000 barrels of oil a day at $120 a barrel. You do the math and you see how much money we're giving away. And here's the other thing. It's not only money we're giving to Russia right then and there. It's not only money that we're just shipping, taxpayer money that we're just shipping over to Russia, it's also costing us at the pump. So (laughs) the crazy thing here is we are literally funding two wars. We're funding this entire problem. The American taxpayer, we're funding it, you're funding it, I'm funding it. It's absolutely Ridiculous. I want to make sure we get Ben back up before we come back from the commercial break. So if anybody's got uh, some questions, I'll be monitoring the chat here for just a few seconds. Uh, I see Brian Tharp says, yes, Donald Trump will be back in Jesus' name. Amen. 60 million do- uh, barrels equates uh, equals one and a half day of, oils, of oil used in the United States. Thank you for those figures. I appreciate that. Okay, Ben's going to be coming on, so we're going to make sure we come back here from this commercial break here real soon. Make sure I got this uh, all brought up properly. Yeah, we're gonna bring Ben in a little differently than normal today. <sighs> How you doing, my friend? I see you. Can you turn your phone sideways? There you go. There you go. You good? You got? You got? Uh, you got me. You hear me? You see me? All that? I got you, brother might be a little bit loud. We're rolling in. That's all right. I like it loud. That's awesome. Huh? What's that? Right Maybe put my, let me put my headphones in. It might be a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. I'll just. Uh... Oh, I love that sound.
3: I love that sound. All right, man.
1: Can you, can you hear me? I can. I can. Let me. Is that, is that better? Yeah, you're good. You're golden. Let's do this. Okay. Okay, here we go. might flip the camera around folks welcome back to live from america here on real america's voice news i am jeremy harrell and what you just heard while i was coming back from commercial was our very own ben berkwam out there on the freedom or with he's actually not only in the freedom people the people's freedom convoy he's actually in the truck and i don't know if that's the lead truck ben how you doing my friend good to see you Oh, I can't hear you. You're muted. Oh, hang on, hang on. There yeah. you go. Uh, sorry, I'm muted. Yeah,
0: I'm doing great, brother. Yes, we're in the lead truck. It's an absolute honor to be here. Let me show you what we're seeing coming in here. It is—it's uh, the best of America. The whole way we've come here, it has been people all across this country coming out, standing up for this country, waving their American flags. Whether they're sitting out on their their uh, front lawn like the folks over here, or standing out on on uh, on top of overpasses. It has been absolutely incredible. And when I first got here just a few days ago, I had people tell me that, that this was, you know, that every overpass had people on it. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. I'm telling you, man, the last two days, it's been from Indianapolis to here. There may have been three overpasses that didn't have at least one person waving a flag and almost all of them. It was hundreds of people. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. There are tens of thousands of people there's thousands of people that are in the convoy. but there are tens of thousands of people. It's, it's, I don't even know the number. Uh, an incredible number of people coming out. We're interviewing them across the country, just waving their flags, showing their support, standing against the tyranny, and, and supporting the people's convoy.
1: So Ben, who are you with right now?
0: Mike Landis, one of the uh, main organizers of the event in the in the lead in the lead truck. It's just incredible.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So is it is it um, we've heard we've heard uh, reports of being 30 miles long, 40 miles long. I've heard reports of up to being 90 miles long. If the convoy that you're that you're a part of was all together right now, how long do you think this actually is? Would you say it's 60, 70?
0: It, you know, it's hard to say when we were on that. We flew over it yesterday and we, we flew next to it for five miles uh and then we saw as far as you could see off into the horizon and it still kept going so it, it, you know at that point i don't i don't know what the, the mileage was but by the end of the day they said it stretched out to almost 50 miles so it, you know it, it as you're driving across the country it's really hard to tell people are coming into it people are joining in it as they're going people are riding in it for a little while and then and then heading out but it's it's thousands of people uh and it's miles long i don't even want to speculate on the the length uh, that it is, but it's it's huge. It's huge.
1: So when you guys get to DC, um, you're, you're planning on getting to DC in the morning or tonight.
0: Well, that's so. Actually, we're getting to Hagerstown, Maryland, and the plan is is to rally in Hagerstown, Maryland. Now, there may be some trucks that go into Washington, D.C. Uh, there's been several different groups, uh, you know, that have, have talked about doing different things. But the People's Convoy, this big one that I'm a part of, the plan is to stay in Hagerstown, Maryland. And, and hope that their demands are met and, and, and ask the, that these politicians come out and talk to them, uh, let them know it's not just about mask mandates. It's not just about vaccines. This is about freedom. This is about never allowing what happened these last two years to ever happen in America again. And, and the message that I've been getting is there is no end date. There is no uh, you know, ultimate decision on when people are going to go home until until this tyranny that we've seen the the attack on our constitution uh, is is ended. And you know, I mean, shoot, until that that could be until Biden's out of office. I don't know. I mean, this is you know, this is that's what we're up. We're, we're, that's what we're up against. We're up against the future of this nation. If the American people don't stand up, it's gone. And and that's what these guys are out here for. And that's why they call it the People's Convoy. It's not just trucks. It's people. It's people in RVs. It's people in cars and motorcycles uh, that that are coming out saying, "Enough is enough. No more." Ben, like these people right over here. Go, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Beautiful people right over here. Amen. Yeah, this Look is at what it's Americans, all about. This yes. is what it's all about. Right there. Right there.
1: Now, Ben, is, 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 have you heard anything from the organizers about uh, trying to set up any meeting with any of the uh, policymakers, any of the lawmakers once they get to D.C.? Are we going to be met with lawmakers from both sides of the aisle? Is there going to be any kind of discussion or is it only just like a, a hope that it happens?
0: No, that is, that is the, the demand, if you want to uh, call it that, is that the, the representatives, it's we the people. I mean, they've been saying that. Mike and uh, and the guys have been saying that from the beginning. It's we the people. We are the sovereigns. We are your bosses. You you do our will. It's it's and and that's that's the demand. Is you come out and see us, or we're going to come see you. And so at this point, that's why they're out to town, They're posting up out here, and they're expecting that the representatives, aka our employees, as we the people, the sovereigns of this nation, have give them the respect that they're doing. And this is something that's been coming for a long time. As a guy who came in from uh, California, moved from California, man, you talk about a, a group of people that has been de- destroyed. Look at carbon, look at all of these rules and regulations and the cost of gas, or we're shutting down our oil pipelines in America and we're giving that over to the Saudis and to Russia. This is this is a long time coming. And it's it's, it's all encompassing. It's not just masks and vaccines. It is it is getting back to America as the people are the sovereigns and and these unconstitutional mandates and these unconstitutional regulations uh, and these radical globalist elites that have been destroying all of our lives they got to
1: be held accountable well ben you you as you know as well as i do that the none of this would be happening not a single bit of this would be happening if we didn't have a a a faulty election in 2020. I mean, that's where it stems back to. That's what you and I keep saying. I mean, you could literally be protesting the fact that that illegitimate resident is even in the White House if you really wanted to. So I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. One thing I am very happy about, though, Ben, is... For years, oh. people always said, we need another 9-11. To, to, it, it would take another 9-11, they would say, to to unify or, or to unite this country. But it seems like That's Joe time Biden time. might be just that disaster, that catastrophe <laughs> that we needed to unite the country. Am I wrong? No, you're right.
0: And, you know, one thing I want to say, we were talking last week when I was down at CPAC, and we talked about the utter failure of Joe Biden and the, the radical left. And, and I just want to be clear. Uh, this is my opinion. There's a lot of the organizers here that are very clear. This is not a right issue. It's not a left issue. This is an America issue. Amen. But from my experience, there is a right and a left. There is a good and an evil issue. And you see the direction that Joe Biden and the left is taking America. Uh, it's a disaster for America. But it's not, it's not failed policy. If you look at everything they're doing, whether it's the, on the border and the invasion that they're allowing into our border, the destruction of our energy sector, uh, undoing the, you know, making – President Trump made America energy independent. They're making America dependent again on on foreign oil. All of this, it's not failed policy. This is the policy of the elite left And even, you know, a lot of ways, it was the elite right. It was the globalists of the world. This is their policy, to tear down America, to make us dependent on them, to make us fight amongst ourselves instead of standing up against them. Well, Ben, Uh, It's all tied together.
1: I'm going to ask you to do something, Ben. I'm going to ask you to do something that other uh, talk show hosts won't uh, really uh, spend the time to do. But I'm going to ask you if you'll say a prayer right there in that lead truck for those truckers, for the convoy, and for this country. Can you do that? Amen.
0: I will. Lord, we ask you to come here. We invite you down here. Holy Spirit, we we pray your angel armies go before us. We know they already are. Your angel armies are are, are flying ahead of us and you are doing battle with the principalities and powers of darkness. And we stand with you. We just walk where you tell us to walk and we accept what you, you've you called us to do. And I pray for this next generation of, of freedom-loving warriors, that you would rouse them, you would rouse their soul, that if they're not involved right now, Lord, you would get them involved. You'd get them up and standing for you and that we would save this nation that each one of us that are called at this time lord that we would do what you've called us to do for your glory in jesus name
1: and one more amen, amen. let's give an amen ladies and gentlemen hey one more thing can you get the driver amen, Can amen. you get the driver to give a a, a a shout out honk for live from america uh, can we get a shout out honk for live from america <laughs> there it is. There it is, hey Ben. You got it, brother. Awesome. Hey, thank you. Thank the truckers. God bless you. Stay safe out there. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? God bless you, brother. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ben Burkum on the road with the lead truck in the people's convoy heading to Washington D.C. or in the Washington D.C. area, I should say. I'm not sure exactly where they plan to go, but what a great prayer what a, great, what a great what great, unity to see all over the country with people waving flags and people just standing up for what is right. What a beautiful, beautiful sight to see. But before we go on, on um, before we go to this next commercial break, I do want to highlight uh, Mr. Dave Wakefield. Dave Wakefield sent an email to Live from America to Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com. And uh, I just got to play this video. This is from the Trucker Convoy last night and wait until you hear what he says that he did because of the Live from America show. This is incredible. Check this out. Here
3: we are at the Trucker Convoy, Cambridge, Ohio, the We the People. This is the main trailer. You can see it's just surrounded as far as the eye can see out around here trailer after trailer and trucker after trucker standing up for freedom let's go baby this is what it's all about watch this this is part's awesome this is what we do baby it's all about freedom jeremy harrell thank you for letting me know about this i was able to come out and give away over 750 hot dogs to not just the truckers, but other people who were able to come and and be out to support them. So it was huge turnout. These these guys are fired up, so it's pretty cool. But time to go home. It's, It's late, it's been a long day. So here we go. Again, just a huge turnout of people standing on the convoy truck right now, baby. Love it. Have a good night.
1: Well, Mr. David Wakefield, you have a good night, too, my friend. And you know what? It's an honor to be part of this show. If live from America and you watching this show informed you about where those truckers are going to be and you went out there and you fed 700 hot dogs worth of food to those truckers, then you know what? All glory goes to God Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is just so humbling to hear that this show is making such an amazing, an amazing difference. It almost brings tears to my eyes. This country is amazing. We're going to keep fighting for this country. I'm going to keep being on the front lines as much as I can as long as you promise to do the same. We'll be right back right after this. You guys, isn't that amazing? Isn't that absolutely amazing? Awesome job. Hey, Dave, I want to say, brother, I salute you. What a great, great thing it is that you did for those people. 700 hot dogs. Rosebud, I became a monthly donor, a news reporter praying on air before millions in Jesus' name is a first. Amen. Amen. And you know what? The great thing about the funds that come into this show is that we do make dif- we do make a difference. God uses us to make a difference, and Dave Wakefield made a huge difference last night. I guarantee you, there were so many people hungry, and he got to 700 hot dogs. I mean, hot dogs are my favorite if you couldn't tell. I mean, come on) <laughs> Shout out. Happy birthday to Al Morris, please. Yes, Al Morris. Hey, I want to say I got your guys' donation the other day as well, and I want to give a happy belated birthday to Tatiana Sled. Dennis and Tatiana Sled have been wonderful people in my life, in my children's life, and in my wife's life, and I just want to give a big shout out. I missed Tatiana's birthday, so I want to say I'm sorry. Uh, Happy birthday belated to Tatiana, and happy birthday to you, Al. God bless you. We are doing some great things, folks. We are doing some great things. It's, it's truly, it, it's an honor to be a part of all your guys' lives. It really is. It really is. I'm going to come back and I'm going to give that guy the Smarty Award of the day. I can tell you that. He's getting the Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America. All right, let's come back from this commercial break and let's do exactly that. Okay, let's honor those who should be honored. Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. The great thing about this show, the great thing about America, the great thing about the Holy Spirit, the great thing about God's blessing and His mercy is that you can't beat it. You can't beat God, you can't beat his blessings, you can't outgive him, you can't outlove him, and it's truly great. But ladies and gentlemen, Dave Wakefield, for being able to get out there and skin and, and, and have the resources and the blessings from God to, to put out 700 hot dogs. For truckers who were hungry from a long drive, you, my friend. Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America goes to Dave Wakefield. What a great thing. What a great opportunity that was to be able to feed those to, to be able to feed those truckers. Truly great. Truly great. Oh, and by the way, folks, do not forget major, major sales continue to go on on my pillow. It's the only way he can run his business. Supreme Court recently blocked an effort by Mike Lindell to drop the Dominion lawsuit against him. So it looks like he's moving forward with that fight for all of us here in the United States of America. So, the slippers, 50% off right now. They have the slippers with the back, and they have the slippers that don't have any back. Either way, it feels like you're walking on heaven, and these aren't just things that you buy and go, oh, that's comfortable. I can tell you the mattress topper, the sheets, the blankets, the weighted blanket for my wife, the slippers, all of it, they do change your life. They do. They are better than anything you get in Walmart or anything else. So use that promo code LFA. Now, we're going to do a quick round robin of things that are going on ladies and gentlemen in the world so let's get to that right now as the rest of the world is starting to realize that covid has been over for like ever by now new york city mayor eric adams announces that after bill de blasio bribed everybody with hamburgers and fries to get a vaccine remember that Mmm. Mm. what's this mm. this is a burger Mm. And you tell me there's some uh, French fries aspect to this as well. Mm. And all I got to do for this burger and fries Mm -hmm. is stick myself with an experimental jab that's approved by Fauci and manufactured by Fauci. Mm -hmm. That guy got the dum-dum award out of the day every single day. But after all of that, after bribing people with hamburgers, after locking people out, after segregating people who wouldn't get the vaccine and everything else, Eric Adams says that the city has become boring. Yeah, you think? The city has become boring, Eric Adams said. And now he is lifting the COVID vaccine passport and a bunch of other COVID restrictions because he doesn't want New York to be boring anymore. Well, you think? Here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams.
0: We have become so boring as a city.
4: I want all my parades back, every one of them. It is time for us
0: to enjoy our city again. All of these no's, no's, no's. We be- we become a city of no's. I want to, to become a city of excitement. And we're gonna look to reinstate every parade, every festival, every block party, People need to get outdoors and enjoy our city again.
1: Oh, you really want your parades to come back? I want all my parades to come back, he says. Wow. Do you think that those businesses that lost their life savings and lost their business, you think they might want their business back? You think all of those people that lost their lives due to depression from lockdown that committed suicide, you you think maybe their family wants their family member back? You think all of that anxiety and depression that you caused by locking people down, not letting them go to church, muzzle their faces, sending kids to school, you think anybody might want that back more than a parade? My city's become boring. I want my parades back. Oh, oh, Isn't that sad? Come on, man. <laughs>
3: we did it. We did it, Joe. Eric Adams.
1: You get the Swamp Donkey dum dum Award of the Day. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. That's why you're rolling them back? Anyway, let's get into it. According to the metrics used by the government officials to determine lockdowns, more people are dying from COVID today than a year ago? However, Democrats are dropping all COVID mandates because their poll numbers are going in the tanks, and November elections are right around the corner. Adam said that New York has become boring, so he's dropping all COVID restrictions, you know, because the science says so. We become so boring as a city, I want my parades back. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, don't you think that other people want some things back too? Don't you think it would be nice, yes, to go out to restaurants, to not have to be asked or to be, or to be, or to be arrested? Wasn't it just about a month ago, two months ago? When Eric Adams was sicking the NYPD on people at Burger King? Wasn't it not that long ago when Eric Adams was sicking the NYPD on that little boy? And if it wasn't Eric Adams that was doing it, it was de Blasio that was doing it. The NYPD has been literally going COVID crazy. Stomping on flags. What about all that? What about who's going to hold those people accountable? That's what I want to know. Who's going to hold those people accountable? All right, let's move on and let's go from New York. Some will Oh, let's go from New York to Wisconsin real quick, ladies and gentlemen, because the Wisconsin Supreme Court chose the Democrats redistricting map over the Republicans redistricting map, but conservatives still won how is that possible here's another strategic uh here's another strategy i should say that other states need to start employing look there are a lot of ways that we can prevent stealing an election but every single way that we have thought of every single different opportunity or option that we have requires one thing and one thing only you getting involved ever's won. Read the headlines, but how did he win? By drawing maps that had the fewest changes from Republican maps. But Wisconsin Supreme Court adopted Governor Tony Evers' congressional and legislative redistricting map on Thursday. In what looks on the surface like a big win for Democrats. What the news headlines won't tell you is how conservatives largely won the redistricting battle before it even began. The 4-3 decision, which prompted a heck yes from Evers and featured the court's conservative swing vote. Brian Hagedorn, siding with the bench's liberal judges, doesn't appear to be a win for the right, yet the devil is in the details. Redistricting is a process uh, predictably fraught with intense bickering as, parties each, uh, as each party seeks to, uh, to advantage themselves politically with a maximum congressional apportionment. But in Wisconsin, while Evers and Republican legislators were fighting over the maps, one proactive group was quietly devising a legal strategy to box out activist federal judges from manipulating the redistricting process when it inevitably reached the courts. From redistricting which court could hear the case to limiting what factors Judges would be allowed to consider in their decision the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Library, listen to this, successfully set the rules of the game so progressive jurists couldn't unconstitutionally hijack the process from the states and become the social justice cartographers of district maps. And it worked. Since Wisconsin is a battleground swing state, this situation is more than a small victory for constitutional loyalists. It's also a pattern for other states to follow as they try to prevent the type of left-wing election overhaul that occurred in the 2020 election from happening in congressional and state legislative races. Again, folks, there's a thousand ways we can prevent them from stealing an election. And re- and, and setting the rules over who gets to hear and who gets to rule over redistricting of the maps is probably one of the strongest things that we can do, and Wisconsin proved it, and they won. So here's another way, ladies and gentlemen, that you can get involved in your state legislature, or at least call them, talk to them, meet with your state rep, and say, look, can we do this here as well? There's more than one way to skin a cat. I don't know if I should say that because... PETA's probably always listening, but there is, there's more than one way to skin a cat, ladies and gentlemen. And I think for, I think for a a change, we're thinking proactively to be ahead of the Democrats for a change. I don't know what say you, it seems like we're in a lot better position than we were on November 2nd of 2020 going into the election. Amen. We'll be right back with more live from America right after this. See, folks, all of this fighting is going to pay off. All of this fighting that we're doing, all, every one of these shows, these hour-long shows, twice a day, five days a week, everybody get involved. Look at, the, uh, look at Dave, who said, thank you to Jeremy Harrell's show because I didn't know this was going on. I knew it was coming, going on. I was able to get out here and, and uh, feed 700 hot dogs to people. That's, just, that's, that's amazing in itself, and that's just a part of what we've been able to accomplish here. Even without 30,000 live viewers, we have 10% of the live viewership that we used to have and we're creating more, uh, we're actually accomplishing more. We're creating more waves. Why? How is that possible? It's because of God, folks. It is because of God. Amen. Fauci is busy deleting documents somewhere. He knows what's coming. Look, there's proof in the pudding right there. Why else would you not hear from Tony Fauci for the last month? If not for being afraid, why else would 31 Democrats be on their way out? I can tell you guys that the the proof is in the pudding. The proof has always been in the pudding. It's because they know what's coming. And that is a very true statement. Now, when we come back from this next video, when we come back uh, from this next commercial, I'm going to show you something that happened on the view. I got uh, these, these ladies of the view, man, they are some really, there's something disturbing about these women. And can you believe that the view has been on since the nineties? Chaps 169 says, I live for your shows. Well, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Win for Joe Blystone would be awesome. Yes, it would. We're going to get Joe back on the show. We're also going to get Garrett Saldano back on the show. John Wickman from Wisconsin back on the show. We've got a lot of uh, guests that are going to be making rebound, um, rebound appearances here on Life from America. All right, let's come back. Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Life from America. Like I said, it's been a heck of a week. Ups and downs, laughs and, laughs and cries, smiles and frowns. But guess what? We made it through another week. We did a lot. We accomplished a lot this week. We've helped people out. We've got, uh, we raised money for one of the Life from America um, uh, family members today. More money to help people out of a bad situation. It might not be everything they need, but it's a little something. And that's how you spread joy. That's how you spread love. Something that you will never find on the show, The View with Joyless Behar and uh, Whoopi Cushion Goldberg and the rest of the ladies of The View, you'll never find kindness, love, and compassion. You'll only find hate, virtue signaling, criticizing, and lying. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they had this professor on who's constantly making rounds around on TV telling you that the Constitution is a trash document and that we should not have it. And he went and said it on The View, and wait until you see Joyless Behar's response to what he said about the Constitution. She was shocked.
2: Some will say, okay, so are you arguing for throwing out the Constitution? Should the Constitution be thrown out? What do we do? Is it a living document? Is it a, or is it a sacred
0: document?
1: It's certainly not sacred. The right? Constitution is kind of trash.
0: Now, let's just, again, let's just talk as adults for second. What did you say?
1: It's what? It's kind it's of trash. Trash.
0: It was, it was written by slavers and colonists and white people who were willing to make deals with slavers and colonists. They didn't ask anybody look like me what they thought about the Constitution.
2: Some will say, Play okay, so again. are you arguing for throwing out the Constitution? Should the Constitution again. be thrown out? What do we do? Is it a living document? Is it a, or is it a sacred document?
0: It's certainly not sacred, all right? Constitution is kind of trash. <laughs> now, let's just again let's Much just joy. talk
1: as adults first what did you say
2: it's what
0: it's kind, it's kind of trash trash it was it was written by <laughs>
1: slavers and colonists and believe. white people that's what he said she's like of all, all the things that are happening to the view me falling down yesterday whoopee cushion being getting suspended we don't need this trouble too trash don't say that look ladies and gentlemen the constitution might have been written by white men And it might not have been written or nobody was asked who might have been black or brown or any other color. But I will tell you that the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence was all uh, worked on, studied and written by men of God. Men of God. I don't know what else to say. We don't see color. I can understand where this guy thinks he's coming from, but he is wrong. And anybody who calls my constitution of my great country trash may just be trash themselves. Amen. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for live from America tonight. Look, if you find value in this show, I urge you to go to JeremyHerald.com. I could really use a one-time or a, a monthly recurring donation. It really helps fund the show and get it to larger audiences and actually get the message out there further. And if you don't want to do that or can't do that, then just simply watch the show. Sign up for a free Bible if you need one and also sign up for the newsletter. God bless you guys. Thank you for another great week here on Live from America. Can't wait to be back with you on Monday morning. Sunday, I will be in the studio with Dave Bray USA recording Armor of God. Ooh, I can't wait. Anyway, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you guys. Keep your families close, smiles on your faces, and keep spreading that gospel and that joy. Until next week, I'll see you later. Have a great evening. See you later. Bye-bye. Burst of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I to never stop screaming that we first in America.